The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Jay, you might have seen the story today about Dublin City Council. They have recently embarked on a five million euro refurbishment of Temple Bar. It's coming a few years. Uh, beyond when it was planned initially, but it will include a new paving, a new planting, a new seating in and around Temple Bar Square. But business owners in that part of Dublin city centre have suggested the same focus and the same level of investment is needed to tackle anti-social behaviour in the area. Uh, Bob Boyers is with me from the Cappuccino Bar in Temple Bar. Bob, you're welcome uh, to the show. Um, What does that like for you? What's that reality like, anti-social behaviour? Oh, it's rampant now. It's, uh, the whole area has gone so bad, especially in the evening time. There's lots of gangs hanging around the area selling drugs. We've seen uh, people being beat up outside our door. We've had windows broken. We've had one window broken while we were trading. It was about half seven p.m. on a Tuesday okay. night. But Bob, Bob, I'm just going to I'm going to cut across you. That the, we'll get you in a better line uh, while we do that. And let me introduce Catherine Lynch, uh, the comedian and actress. Catherine, I mean, as a, as a local resident, uh, how much of a problem is it? It's a problem, but we're talking about it for 10 years and we've come up with no solution. So you've had me on so many times talking about this and we've trashed it out on so many levels. But um, it's a division again in the city. There's no bohemian lifestyle in the city. So there's no kind of um, kind of example or warning, if you want to put a word on it. Um, so we have no students. We have no bohemians. We've no um, kind of guitar playing guys living in the city. We've no socialism anymore. It's just greed and us all standing over these poor people who are homeless or on drugs or whatever. It's not their fault. It's not the man in the shell suit's fault. It's the man in the, in the black suit's fault in the government that have uh, created a, a city centre that has n- has no um, spirit anymore. So I'm broken hearted about it. I'm not angry and I'm not angry with anyone, but I'm broken hearted about Dublin, the beautiful bohemian city that we used to have. And uh, why don't we have it anymore? And the answer is because we're charging too much rent to lovely young students and lovely young people who want to be artists. Do you so, know? So they've, they've been kind of the people who would have made the community in years gone by that they've kind of been chased out is that it? Yeah well like bohemianism was unconventional life lifestyle it was a subculture and all the the followers in it you know the prioritised community and you know they, they lived for artistic endeavours and they none of them were mainstream you know they were all um, anti-establishment and money wasn't the money was the last thing on their minds you know I'm not I, I'm not trying to promote everyone to watch Whitnell and I or anything. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I am saying there's a certain spirit missing now from Dublin. And, you know, it's an exemplar warning. We had a young student on the street who'd see a fellow on drugs and say, I don't want to be like that. Or you'd see a fellow who was on drugs on the street and they'd say a young student say, oh, I wouldn't mind being like that. So we don't have that anymore. We don't have the the and that's what socialism mm. It's very simple. It is learning from each other, you know, so we don't have that anymore. And it's just a shame that we've generally generations and generations of drug takers now and it's getting worse and the drugs are getting stronger and society is getting meaner and you know so it, it is quite heartbreaking it's like it's as you say it's very simple the description of it but how simple is it to uh to to put the toothpaste back in the tube as it were to uh, kind of to get that community back simple. 
Um, I think, yeah, I think it's, it all goes down to actually lowering the rents in town and having a society that allows a student to live in, in, in its own capital city and allows an artist to come to the city with its metaphorical handkerchief uh, on a stick and, and make a life for themselves and to, to, to add spirit to the situation. Otherwise, we're just living in, I don't know, it's like a train station at this, sta- at this stage. You know, it's like everything is transient. We have tourists who are ripped off and we have um, homeless people who are treated like absolute crap and we have nothing in the middle, really. Do you know? I'm, I think yeah. I feel like I'm last of the Bohemians. None of my friends live in the city centre anymore. One or two, you know. They've all left. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, I uh, I don't know anyone really who lives in the city centre anymore, whereas I wasn't able to walk up the street like uh, 10 years ago without meeting. Like, you couldn't go for a walk yeah. because you'd end up meeting somebody. And, where, and where, up... where have they gone, Kat? Just kind of suburbia, is that it? They've all gone to suburbia. Nobody can afford to live in the city centre. It's 2,000 euros um, for a one-bedroom apartment at, at the least. You know, it's about three grand for two, two, two bedrooms. No students can afford. There's no such thing as bed sits. There's no no such thing as the Bohemian living eight to a house with a pet monkey. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I won't. I, I won't ask where you put the pet monkey. Uh, Hazel Chill is with us as well, the former mayor of, oh, uh, of Dublin. Uh, uh, Hazel, um, I mean, we're, we're going to get Bob back in, in a moment uh, from the Cappuccino Bar in, in Temple Bar. But I suspect what he'll tell us is kind of a fairly... A grim experience of of trying to do business in the city. You heard Catherine's account of of living there. I mean, there there does seem to be kind of fundamental problems that we need to try and solve. Would you accept that? I do. Like Catherine talked about, with Neil and I there, and it's one of my favorite mo- movies. There's a line from us saying, "We are indeed drifting into the arena of done well, making enemies of our own future, and we seem to be doing the same thing over and over and de- again, which is just." Madness, and what we like, and to Catherine's point, we've been talking about Temple Bar. We've been talking about other areas of the city for for a while now. And what needs to be done is that investment. There is investment going in. The question is, can we get it right? And what can we do for the residents, for the community of Temple Bar, in terms of the culture? Can we bring it back? That's that's a bigger question. We've been trying. So I say that on my time economy task force before, and one of the things we've noticed is that. Dublin is soulless. So a lot of the culture has has left from it. Uh, A lot of what we uh, hold dear beforehand in terms of culture and nightlife has left. So what we need to do is build that back. And where do we we start building it back? Well, investment in in arts and culture, which is something we're we're trying to do with, uh, um, with the current government anyway. But in terms of the everyday, day-to-day and the landmarks, one of the things I screamed on and on about was having a public realm space because we need to have that. We need to have that public gathering space where we can have the shows, where people can bus and feel safe, where the people can sit around and just chat and have a sandwich. And you, you, you have that in various cities where there is public squares, public spaces, and that's something we need to do more of, but mm. we also need to invest in the arts and culture side as well. So it's investment to retain and try to promote a new generation of, of culture and artists, but also it's the investment into public space and yeah. not just in Temple Bar, but around the city to have that. And you and I have, like, I know Catherine said she's talked to you about this for decades now. You and I have been talking about public spaces in the city and how it's not fit for purpose. And we've been we've been talking about it for quite a while and now we see 
some investment in it, but what I would be asking the council for is more. Because if you look at Cable Street, it took them years, and even when they closed off the road, it still took them longer to, to try to make that better. We saw initial plans for Temple Bar Square. They're not fit for purpose. I, I'm the one who tweeted out recently, and, and it is grey. It's a void of trees. It's something we need to build on, mm. and that's what I mean by bit by bit. It's, it's, and hopefully by building on it, we'll attract more people yeah. to hang out there and perhaps provide more security for people around as well. Because it, it sounds crazy uh, um, uh, to almost argue against investment in, in Temple Bar Square, and I'm not doing that. But, but you know, if you, don't, if you don't do those other things, the danger is that when you put five million euro into the square with extra seating, that it just becomes a place not for kind of the bohemian lifestyle that Catherine uh, describes, but it becomes a place where you get more antisocial behaviour because it's just where people congregate. Absolutely. And you need, so you need that, you need the investment, but you also need uh, encouragement of providing more of a service there. So it, to turn that place into a, a, a proper square, so that is not as grey as the artist's impressions, that have more trees, have more greeneries, have more benches, have more uh, uh, amenities for it to be a, a lively space that people can have markets in, people can have uh, weekend shows in, that they can have performers in. And to Catherine's point about busking, about musicians, I love to see us back in the stage, uh, stage again where you can have those ad hoc uh, performances. Like I remember mm. living in New York in Union Square, you can randomly be playing chess there or you could be uh, listening to, to someone perform a, a live show ra- randomly or there will be a market on, on certain days. And that is a very small square, uh, just like the, the square in Temple Bar. We can use it to better purpose. Well, uh, Nyla Limericks, after getting in touch, says the problems facing Dublin are so eloquently put by Catherine Lynch is that it is devoid of community quirks, character and charm. And somebody else says, I agree with Catherine. We lived in Temple Bar for many years and we had lots of great breakfasts in Bob's Cafe. I really miss it, but I wouldn't live there now. Well, Bob Boyers from the Cappuccino Bar is with me now. So, Bob, how have you experienced antisocial behaviour? Yeah, well, we... We from the start when I start my day, I, I park my car in Fleet Street car park, and from then on, you'll see as you're walking out the car park, there's a lot of drug addicts in there. Even the other morning when I was walking down the stairs, there was people injecting themselves on the stairway. And then as you walk up towards Temple Bar itself, um, you'll see a lot of a lot of uh, drug addicts, people looking for money, begging for money, and stuff like that. And then in the cappuccino bar, we've had terrible problems with uh, gangs uh, congregating outside, sitting on our outside seating. And we go out to um, to ask them to move on, and they just they just intimidate us, you know. Mm. And we've brought all this up with the Garda, and we have CCTV of everything that goes on and everything that happened to us. We've also had our, our windows broken uh, a few times over the last, say, tw- uh, 12 months, 16 mm. months. And that's very costly for us because we're a fairly small business, you know. And um, this seems to be the same gangs all the time. And they're they're attacking people on the streets. Doesn't matter what time of the day it is, you know. And listen, I don't like like any problem. You've got to treat the the cause as well as the symptom and kind of you know yeah. deprivation and poverty and all of that. But the, the symptom still yeah. must be treated. So I mean, what what has been the response of of the Gardaí? I mean, are there Gardaí there doing anything about these things? The Gardaí, yeah. Well, I, I don't really see the Gardaí at Temple Bar. Certainly not walking around Temple Bar. You know, you, you might see a car coming through now and again, just driving through. 
Um, but they do come to us when they have a problem, all right, and they, they go back up over the CCTV and they look at stuff on the cameras they have on the corners and stuff like that. But I don't think that's good enough, to be honest with you, you know. So what 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 um, do you need from the guard? Is it just a, a more visible I, presence? I think we I think we need more presence on the streets. I think we need more guardy walking around the area. Uh, the area is quite small, you know. It isn't that big, and they, it, it is one of the main places where tourists go. And I reckon it is affecting our our trade, especially mm. in the evening time, you know. Because uh, we've noticed when these when these gangs are around, they sit down outside our our our, our units. That the people that are there just ask for the bill and move on, you know. Yeah, uh, Catherine we're is definitely still, losing business over this, you know. And Catherine Lynch is still with us. Catherine, I mean, uh, uh, um, uh, scores of uniformed guards marching the street doesn't exactly sound like the kind of the bohemian uh, no. uh, nirvana. But at the same time, well, if, if look, people we did don't have feel a nirvana safe, there we have community guards in Temple Bar that are are fantastic. We had Linda who was who has everyone's number in businesses in yeah. Temple Bar. I don't know why. Does Bob? Do you know Linda? Or is she still around? But, oh, um, I know Linda. Yeah, of course I do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. everyone knows Linda in Temple Bar. She's yeah. like a fantastic Top community position. guard. So we do yeah, have the, the that. Prob- but she ha- the problem she's is, not, she, we no need 20 a Linda, don't we? Do you know? Absolutely. But we need, yeah. we need the guards around when these gangs are coming around harassing us, you know, and, and causing yeah. problems on the street, you know. And yeah, like they're also open, they're openly selling drugs on the street. Yeah. And I then, totally, I, I see anybody, it every day. If anybody, if anybody buys the drugs from them, they normally follow that person, beat them up. And rob the drugs back. Yeah, I mean, and this is happening. This is happening uh, all different times of day. It's not just the evening time. Bob, you are right. I see it all the time myself. You know? And I like, I, I come out of my apartment, and there's people, you know, yeah. smoking crack, and yeah. and the drugs this are just getting stronger. So the 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 law Absolutely. has to get stronger on the drugs. And it seems to be more and more people seem to be in the area at the moment. Certainly in, in the Fleet Street car park, like they've they've actually closed off uh, floor four and floor five because they have this problem with the drug yeah. addicts. I, f- I, feel, I feel like I'm eavesdropping on, on a conversation the two of you are having Kieran, on the street. Kieran, you mind your own business now. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> in, in Temple Bar. Well, listen, uh, uh, Bob, listen, th- thank you very much. We appreciate your time. Bob Boyer from the Cappuccino Bar to Catherine Lynch as well, comedian uh, and actor, and Hazel Chu, former Lord Mayor uh, of Dublin. A lot of people getting in touch. Uh, Kieran Hazel's right about Union Square in New York, lived there too, but it got uh, that way with zero tolerance for drugs and aggressive, sometimes violent, crackdown on antisocial behaviour by the cops who are armed and more thuggish than our own police force and rent controlled apartments that aren't socialist in nature let's do it but let's be real about what it takes that's from Caroline another person says that other societies don't tolerate anti-social behaviour the same way we do Garda enforcement is needed Ed says public order and anti-social behaviour isn't taken seriously in Ireland because the bleeding hearts are allowed to dominate the debate in places like Paris the CRS who are present on every corner know how to put manners on them and I can't afford to stay in Dublin I now avoid it like the plague sadly my daughter is talking about living in Edinburgh forced to leave like I was says somebody else The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan weekdays from 4 on News Talk